Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and members of the Chacha Nation, my name is Apistonova, your musical plug creator of the Energy Force. Welcome to another episode of the Chacha Album Review Series on your award-winning podcast, Chacha Music Review Podcast. And um, today we'll be talking about an album that dropped, uh, you know, on the 17th of May, 2023. This is going to be the artist's third studio album. And um, this is probably coming after like seven to eight years after he dropped his, uh, you know, second uh, studio album, which also came probably about seven years after dropping, uh, you know, his first album. And this album came at a time where there was a lot of um, conversation about his music status. Is he a legend or is he a veteran? Or, you know, he's just one of those guys there. And then the name of the album itself also now spark, you know, the continuation of the discussion of his um, status. I'm talking about the album titled Legend or No Legend by the Black Diamond himself, talking about Wandeko. And um, on today's episode, I'm not going to be here alone. I'm going to be here with my brother, someone that has been here on the podcast, not once, not twice, you know. And um, I wanted to do this with him because, I mean, me and him, we go way back when it comes to Wandeko. We've been a big Wanico fan, and I feel like if there's somebody that will, you know, really talk about the album that without any bias and will say the official truth of how it feels, then I feel like my brother is going to be the one, uh, you know, to do this. So without wasting much of your time, let me allow my brother to reintroduce himself once again. I don't think I need any reintroduction. <laughs> <laughs> so certified Chacha Gang, I'm happy to be here on the podcast again, always uh, and ever. Where are you currently? Where are you? Where are, where are we doing this from currently? Uh, currently, I'm somewhere in the eastern part of Africa, um, close to the Horn of Africa. Okay, close to the Horn of Africa, eastern part. I love, I love the code Easter egg. More go figure them out. <laughs> All right, that is just to show you that wherever you are in the world. Chacha Music Review Podcast will always get to you. Like I said, this is about amplifying the African sound by bringing the best of African music to your ears. So we are always there all over Africa doing what needs to be done. African stand up. Your Saturday just got more exciting as Afisto Novo, a.k.a. your musical plug, creator of the energy, present to you Chacha Music Review Podcast. A music review podcast, a critic, review, analyze, and rate new songs from top African artists on a weekly basis. Whether you're from Ghana, Nigeria, South Africa, Kenya, Tanzania, Bini, Lesotho, Botswana, Rwanda, or even in the diaspora, Chacha Music Review Podcast is your guide for the newest African sounds. Chacha Music Review Podcast by Alphys Nova, amplifying the African sound by bringing the best of African music to your ears. When you see, say, Wandiko won't drop new album, what was going through your mind? That was the first question. And a second question, when you now saw the name of the album, what again went through your mind? Let's start with that. About the name of the album, I'm probably part of those people, probably the leader of those people that do not like the name of the album. And I think, I feel Wandiko does not need to prove anything. And uh, naming your much-awaited album in that light is 
it's like he's he's trying to actually prove something. So I feel that he shouldn't have done that. It's uh it's more like he's questioning himself and I don't know the reason behind it. Of course, I know the reason behind it, all the discussion of uh, legend, uh, OG. It's obviously not a new cat, but <laughs> I, I was not I was not expecting that fight. <laughs> okay, and then what was the expectation you had in mind, knowing that, okay, now the album is finally coming? Well, it's, it's the same thing we do all the time when we... We, most times when people release their sophomore or third album, we always um, compare it to the debut album, which is always like the, the the best for most artists. So I also went through that route. I uh, wanted to see what he would do comparing to motion to more hits. My intention was to see how much he would beat that uh, album. So that was my expectation how much he would beat the first album. More like okay. a comparison of both. So now you had your expectation and you are not so much in agree on the name of the album. Then you finally picked the album and you started to stream the album all through. What was it like for the first time? What was your reaction? What was your you know, experience listening to the album for the first time? Uh, okay, so for the first time, uh, I'm so happy he had the first song, Nobody Holy. Uh, the, the song was a very good introduction to the album. Like, it really hits me. Like, he, he spoke about nobody being holy. Uh, so it was a very good introduction. The song was really good. Like, really, really good. The lyrics, the the message of the song, like, uh, it was really good. Very good introduction to the album. Uh, but after that, the next track was um, a previously released song, Sing. which yeah. I loved so much. I've been expecting the remix with Davido after the clip they had in the studio, but it never came to light. Uh, after that, I don't know, like the the enthusiasm of it went down. So uh, I wasn't really feeling so much the album until I got to track eight, Pepaso. And um, yeah. it elevated my spirit a little bit, and then it went down. But that was on the first listen. Okay. So, um, like you rightly said, when I also listened to the album for the first time, the first track also, nobody really, I mean, that, that track that track got me, and I'm like, okay, fine. I mean, this is a good way to kick off the album. And then, um, Come My Way followed also. I'm like, okay, we are going somewhere. I like this, I like this arrangement. Then the third track, the fourth track, and then, by the time I got to the last track, to be honest, I didn't really know how to feel about my first experience. It was, I feel there was different emotions that I was feeling all through. There were some songs that immediately stood out for me. I mean, like you rightly said, Big Paso, which is one of those songs that dropped, you know, as a single. That song, for me, I feel like that's, for me personally, that's one of my best songs, you know, of the album, but we'll get to there. But on my first experience, I listened to it, and to be honest, Maybe because I was expecting too much, or maybe because I was full of expectation, it felt like I didn't get what I was looking for. So I decided to do it, go, you know what? Ma just leave him. Ma will come back when my expectation don't die down. So I went back to the album after two days, and then I listened to it for the second time and the third time, and then I feel, oh, okay. Now I get it. Now I understand what this album 
is all about. So now for you, after listening to the album for the second time, third time, fourth time, whatever times you've listened to the album, now tell me what your experience is personally, you know, on the album in general. Okay, so personally, if it was a different um, artist, uh, not Wandiko, uh, after the second, third listen, I probably would have just dropped the album. But okay. being the fact that it was Wandiko, I, I like Wandiko so much, I I had to force myself to continue to, continue to listen to it. So um, I did that over and over again. And along the line, I actually started falling in love with the album. Uh, I would say the first, the first half, uh, I really loved it. Um, but the ending part of the album, uh, even till now, uh, I really don't vibe to it. So, like for me, the album is from track one to track eight. And um, the reason why I think so is uh, I like the paper so song. It's the best song of the album. Okay. And. I do not like the Abelie Pick song. It's like the worst song of the album. <laughs> so having those two songs together is like I, I I get to a point and then it's diminishing returns. Like okay. it, it just keeps coming down. I'm one of those people that do not like um, new whiskey. I don't like post EME whiskey. Uh, not like I don't like. I just don't like the songs he's doing so um i don't like that song so that introduced my not liking of the other songs in the rest parts of the album okay. even though they are fair songs but uh we pass, so just put it to the heights and just the rest is just like okay no you can't you can't beat this okay um like for those of you that really don't know, the album has, um, you know, 13 tracks. And, you know, like he said, the first part of the album did it for him. And the last part of the album did not really do it for him. So for an album that has 13 tracks, it means at least on an average, seven songs did it for him and seven songs, you know, did not really do it for him. Now, uh, like I said, the album has 13 tracks. It features Olamide, Whiskey, Fireboy, and um, T-Pain. Those are the features on the album. And the album was also produced by Duny, Bruno, Schoolface, K-Dream, Kelpie, which did most of the production on the album. And you also have, um, you know, P-Prime. Those were the producers that worked on the album. Now, talking about production and talking about feature, I mean, like we said, you've already mentioned, and we both mentioned that um, Paper, so which features Olamide, is one of the best tracks, you know, on the album. And you rightly mentioned that you don't like the track featuring uh whiskey ability bit so let's talk about the production of the album what would you what would you say about the production of the album was it top notch was it mute or you know you're just there uh okay so um for me it has got to the to the point where i do not really care about names in terms of production i intentionally don't want to know who produced the track because um, we found out from different um, artists that you think this artist and this um, producer are mm. like inseparable, like they bring out banger upon banger, and then the artist works with another producer and like, God damn it, this one even did it better. So um, I've dropped the habit of um, naming 
producers. So um, I do not even know the producers except um, those ones that had their name tags like Kelpi and all that. But um, overall, I think the production was really, really good. The production was sound. Um, I could hear every instrument. I could hear every blend. His voice with the instrumental, uh, with the exception of um, I think three square meals. Uh, I don't know if it was the lyrics or the mixing. The numbers he was calling was not blending. Like four hundred dollars, four hundred million dollars. Like I think it could have been better, but it wasn't really blending. Sometimes when he's calling the numbers, that the particular beat would have stopped, then the new beat would have started, but he's still calling the numbers. So the flow was not really uh, going well, but overall it was good. Like it was very, very good. In fact, it was up to standard. For all the songs that um, he featured people, Tipping the Lamb, Whiskey, Fireboy, it felt like he was the one being featured on those songs. For all of them, I have that feeling with uh, all those four tracks, they actually took over the tracks than himself. All of them, they started the song, they ended the song. It was like he was like the featured artist in those songs. I don't know if it's something you noticed, but I definitely noticed that. Yes, I mean, I mean, it was something I noticed in terms of every featured artist started before him and then, you know, he came in the last. And I felt like it did that, you know, I don't know, I feel like maybe it did that uh, intentionally. Okay, you are my featured artist, let me allow you to go first and then maybe I come back. You know that thing when artists do whereby maybe they don't want you to kill them on their own track, then they feature you first and then you yeah, yeah, hey, Eminem style. And then I'll take the last part and then they try and finish you so that you won't come back anything. So I guess that was what, you know, he tried, uh, you know, to do um, on the album. So yeah, I actually did, I actually did get that. And for me, I feel that was, that was cool, dude. That was, you know, that was just like a style, uh, you know, of a thing. And again, if you even notice, those features came in back to back to back to back, except from the Fireboy feature. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was like, I was, like, I was thinking everything was going to go back to back to back like that, and then we just go back to only him and no feature. So I mean, you rightly mentioned um, Pepaso as your best song on the album, and Ebele Bay as one of those songs you don't like. So let's add two more to that circle. Which other two songs will you say stood out for you, and other two songs that you feel like nah, you shouldn't be on this album? Uh, well, like I already said, all the songs in the first part were like I, I rate them in the same category. Well, most like most most rated would be Deuce and um, between Three Square Meals and the Choke. Uh, also, let them know I like that one too. So uh, don't give me a chance to pick two. Let <laughs> me pick like five. <laughs> so yeah, I love I love all the tracks. So uh, I'm going to exclude those ones that came out as um, a single. as singles. So, yeah, that was a, nobody oh holy. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, it's going to be nobody holy three square means in no particular order. Uh, deals and a choke. Um, okay. For the one I do not like is definitely Ebelebe um, with Swiss Kid, and uh, I would say uh, probably Genesis and don't feel love okay okay i mean for me personally i'm not going to lie to you after listening to the album for i can't remember the number of times i've listened to this album i'm going to say i enjoyed uh the album and um obviously my favorite track again track eight paper so that has been my favorite track you know 
from the onset. The track title let them know, which is track six, was a track I didn't really feel when it came out as a single. But somehow, somehow, I began to feel it, you know, in the album. And then another track that I also enjoyed, which at first I was not expecting the collaboration to go like that. But seeing how the collaboration were, I feel like, okay, fine, makes sense. At least if this is what they sang about, makes sense. Is this collaboration with um, T-Pain, um, Street. That was like, as a matter of fact, when I was listening to the album for the first time, I think that was the song that really, really first stood out for me. That was the only song I played twice when I was listening to the album for the first time. Like, okay, I think, let me let me listen to this one again. Let me see how it feels, right? So Street is definitely one of my best songs of the album. I also like, um, you know, Deals. I also like, um, you know, It Choke. To be honest, I like a lot of songs on the album. So if you are to, um, you know, describe this album to someone, say you want to talk about this album now, what is going to be your general feel, you know, your general, uh, should I say, opinion or your general take, uh, you know, on the album? And also, if you are going to put a rating onto it, what is your rating going to be like? Uh, so if I want to to uh, sell this album to someone, uh, it will depend on the person I'm selling it to. If um, it's not a Wandeko fan or somebody in that kind of line, I wouldn't even bother uh, because I, I don't think the person might um, feel the album. Uh, so I'll not even waste my time trying to sell the album. But if it's someone who has been uh, a fan of Wandeko, somebody who has um, love for his kind of singing, or somebody who is really tired of um, all the Ama piano and all the current um, vibes that is going on right now, uh, they should definitely cop this album it's a very very good one it's different from the sound that we are used to hearing now even though my piano is dying but um the, the songs that we are used to these days they are not songs that have like long um listening value but i think songs on this album can actually give um long listening value but it will only appeal to those who liked what they cool or those who started listening to um, this kind of music uh, way back 10-15 uh, years ago. I'm going to give it a strong, a very, very strong 8, probably like an, I would have given it a 9, but the title took away the point five inside, so I'm going to give it like 8.5. I mean, talking about the title, like you said, the title took it away, you know, so talking about the title, do you feel that with this album, one day as i mean like you said it has nothing to prove but do you feel like this album should i say don't let me say prove now but let me say um you know solidify or would keep would keep people uh will shut people up in terms of his legendary status on this album did not really do justice to shutting people up about his legendary status or this album is more of like a reminder of who he is what will, you, what will you say this album did or has done to one day's status? For, for me, I don't really think um, one day has... When you say somebody is a legend, I don't, I, I don't, I don't see one day as a legend. Mm? Yeah. So um, hear me out. Uh, when, when I hear legend music in Nigerian music industry, the first name that comes to my head is Two-Faced. Okay. And when you call somebody else a legend, 
instinctively, I take the person and I put the person beside to face. Okay. And if the person can match up closely, then okay, yes, legend. If the person can't, uh, no. I would say Wandeko is a is an OG. Like he's he's an OG, but legend. Uh, no. Yeah, you can say Pisco is a legend. Um, uh, Two Face is a legend because uh, they've been doing this since the uh, early 2000s and still very relevant till now. They've done several things, but um, for one day, we as uh, fans have actually carried him more than his works, to be honest, because he doesn't have a lot of works out there. He has what? How many albums? One and two EPs or so? He, okay, I think the last album was the one with... Uh, the last album he did was in 2015, Wanted. The one that had the... Um, yeah. Yeah. Before then, he had um, Mushin to Moe it in like 2009. Yeah, 2009. So like in 2009 to 2023, you are having three albums so i can't really call him a legend he hasn't really done legendary he's a very very good singer a very very talented artist which is um what carries him carries uh, with what which he carries with him so um, i'll say he's an og uh this album is just the it's just something he's going to put on his shelf. It's not going to make any milestones for him. I don't think it's that kind of milestone um, album. It's not going to make him get more fans. It's not going to make him lose more fans. Um, if he's going to get more fans, it's most likely going to be from singles or from collaboration, which I think that uh, Come My Way remix with Davido would have done. But I don't know why people do what they do. So uh, for me, this album is just uh, something is, is going to add to his um, arsenal. So now he has three albums, and that's just where this album is going to stop. It's going to be a number. What we've spoken about is the review from uh, Wandiko's album, Legend or No Legend. And like Bimi rightly said, this album doesn't really take anything away from whatever status that Wandiko has. He has that good and that OG status already. This doesn't take it away and it does not, you know, reduce that, uh, you know, status. And um, for me personally, I would say, yes, this album is a very good album. And if I was to rate the album, definitely I would give the album a 7.5 uh, unit rating. The reason why I also took the 0.5 off is because of the name of the album. Because I felt like when I saw the name of the album titled Legend or No Legend, I was expecting that once you drop this album, anybody could just quiet. In fact, artists could be fear to drop any other project this year. It's okay. No, more just leave them. Now don't vex Baba and stuff like that. But in as much as the album is a good album and it's something I can listen to and I can enjoy, I still didn't get that, um, you know, feel like, okay, you have proven a point or you have done something, you know, out of the extraordinary. Like we said, One Day is a very good artist. No doubt. He's an OG. He's someone that you know, if you put him side by side with a lot of artists, they're not going to even stand beside them on a normal day. So yes, that respect, uh, you know, is given to him. And I really, really do, uh, you know, appreciate the album and appreciate what uh, he has done. Whether he's a legend or not, I'm going to leave that to you guys to feel. But may have said he's not a legend. For me, 
I know talk I'm no before my mouth now go take care of say I don't want anybody to come for me. So let me do my day before you people say I said what I didn't see. Hey. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and members of the Chacha Nation, we have come to the end of another episode of the Chacha Album Review Series on your award-winning podcast, Chacha Music Review Podcast. As you already know, my name will always be a fist to over the creator of the energy force and of course your number one musical plug it's like come away with another episode remember keep the energy keep it 100 and keep it positive peace out Give me the cha-cha game, cha-cha game. What's in my God?